Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It's time for the replay of last Sunday night's live call-in show that was originally recorded on Sunday night, September 4th, 2022. Scott joins me, and we talk about the news of the week, the possibility of a Disney Prime service where you might subscribe to bundle your Disney vacations along with things like Disney Plus uh, streaming services, shop Disney discounts, and more. Would you do that? We also talk Disney upgrades that are totally worth it, and we get lots of great calls during this show. Malcolm calls from over in the U.K. We also talk to Eric about his amazing challenge where he ran 26.2 miles around the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels, all of them, and visited all four theme parks, had snacks, had uh, did the attractions in the parks all in one day. Other calls, we, great show tonight. Lots of calls driven by you. Fun Disney talk in store for the next hour. Don't forget today's show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help make magic for you. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast who make all of these shows possible. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us and get in on that, please come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, September 4th, 2022. Happy Labor Day weekend here in the United States of America. My name is Mike Rollman, host of the BR Guest Podcast. Glad to have you here. Tuned in live on Facebook or YouTube, spending some of your Labor Day weekend with us. And as always, here on the call-in shows, it's your buddy and mine from up in the land of Sparty. Because it is college football season, finally, Scotty G. What's up, Scott? You having a good weekend? Hey, Mike, having a, having a great weekend. Enjoyed the long weekend. We went to the zoo with the family. And as you just spoken to, like, Labor Day, I have, like, this mixed feeling about Labor Day. So I hate the end of summer, right? The summer is fun. You know, you think about, like, nicer weather, longer days. You know, summer is just fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then you're sad to see that go. But then you're yet, you're super excited because college football is here. So, it's a you got you're taking you're sacrificing one thing but bringing in something excellent with just college football and that's what happened this weekend it was a good first good first slate of games both our teams won so let's move on to week two that's right both of our teams right now are in the national championship hunt you know michigan state probably a little bit more than the university of missouri but we're both one and oh and you know for baseball you always say hope springs eternal so maybe hope's falls eternal i don't know we'll see we're excited around here our high school football team is rocking we had we had an outstanding game on friday hopefully you saw that on i gotta ask you something i was saving this for the live show because you posted something on facebook that i i I have not even encountered i haven't even talked to you with via text via nothing because it has got to be a typo like it, it can this cannot be true 
because I mean, high school football where we play, it's awesome. Like, okay, so just real quick, go to my re- go to my Instagram and look on the reels. So the game that we had was first responders and military night Friday night. It was raining. It was kind of miserable, but they still brought in the game ball via helicopter comes in, boom, they land on the 50 guys jump out of the helicopter, deliver the ball to these two veterans. They hold up the ball. The place goes crazy. A couple thousand people at the football stadium. It was awesome. And then we crushed a team that we're probably going to end up playing for state. Just, just, they came from three hours away, just destroyed them. So that was just a great night. Plus, the Mizzou head coach, okay, the Mizzou head coach comes to the game. He doesn't come to the game in a car, dude. He comes in a helicopter himself. So in the second quarter, he does a hot lap around our football field in a helicopter. Like the other team's driving. They're on the 10 getting ready to score on us. He's hovering about 100 feet over the end zone at the end where they're about to score. Everybody knows it's him because he's in this black helicopter from Mizzou. He lands. Everybody's watching him. He hangs out for the rest of the game. It was unbelievable. So our high schools were hyped. Anyway, so I saw you talking about because you you mentioned and your band does rock. I got to say because you post the band marching into the stadium before every game. But then I saw you post something about the football team. And typo, right? I mean, something about nope. six, you've scored 600. You guys are straight. We're getting closer to 700 now, Mike. So. <laughs> So let me tell you a little something. So last year would have been Emily's freshman year, first game of the year. Band comes in, does an awesome pregame. You know, they we're kind of excited. Like, all right, let's see what the football team looks like. Um, second play from scrimmage is like a ninety-yard touchdown run. Like we were deep in our end zone and like just broke away, scored a touchdown. I'm like, yeah, baby, Ilkemus, here we go. And Mike, we have not scored a point since then. Oh. <laughs> that was the first drive of the season last year, and. Not have we scored a point since then. They averaged giving up about 60 to 70 points oh. a game. It's always a running clock, too. So once with for Michigan State high school sports, so once you get to 50, if you get to 50 points in the first half, which is an outrageous number, the clock starts running. If it's 35 by halftime, the second half is a running clock. So the first half takes forever because we give up so many touchdowns. And then the second half is it's a 24 minute, I mean, two 12 minute quarters. So it's like a 25 minute second half. <laughs> it's so bad. That is crazy. Yeah. You, I saw that. I'm like, man, it's like an yeah. accidental fumble. Like things yeah. have to happen. But uh, you, you know. want to know the heartbreaker though. Last game, it was senior night last year. And because the, the band doesn't get to play the fight song very much. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, exactly. That's, I didn't think about that. So. So, I mean, they play like three times during pregame, so they got it down, you know, and then when they march into the stadium, they play it and stuff. But anyway, last game of the season, they get a touchdown, band starts, I mean, the crowd's going crazy, the band strikes up the fight song, and then the refs come up, <laughs> they called like a holding penalty. Shut up, you gotta be kidding. Like, like, just let them score at that point, you know. Oh, put it <laughs> in your pocket, ref, put it in your pocket. So oh, that's, that's crazy. Our, you know what? We're the state champions in soccer. We do good at like the golf, the soccer, the water polo. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Mike, there's just not a really good like junior football program in, in our area, which is the problem. That's what you so, got to like, have. And that's what yeah, we got. All we, these we, other yeah, schools yeah, have been, kids it. have been playing since fourth grade, yep. not in Emily's district. They have not. Yeah, They've been playing golf. They've been playing other yeah. sports. And, and that's what, yeah, it, it totally makes sense because that's what we have. We have the junior Vikings, which from the time they're in third grade, they're like play. I mean, they have the program, yeah. right? They're playing. They're running all the same plays from third grade all the way into high school. 
and that's yeah. why they're pretty because our did, most athletic people crazy. play water polo yeah. and, and soccer that's what the, the the guys are playing so hey. which is fine you know i've always jokingly said the the band should play at the soccer game yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, maybe, yeah maybe i better luck yeah even though you know usually one two three nothing or something but hey yeah. i mean apparently it's gonna be more points <laughs> that's more points team. that's more points than getting on the football team <laughs> who cares all right okay so i just wanted to get that i know we're not talking disney but that was just something yeah. so in the disney news okay so friday's show we talked about Disney upgrades that are totally worth it. And so when we open up the phone lines here in just a few seconds at 407-413-9395, we're looking for mini trip reports. So if you've been to Walt Disney World, you want to share uh, like 10 minutes or so highlights of your trip, some great dining, what you thought of your hotel, special events that you did while you're down there. We'd love to hear those. But also, if you have a Disney upgrade that you've done lately that you think is something you need to get out there for the common good, we talked about club level being an upgrade uh, that's worth it, uh, upgrading to a veranda stateroom with Disney Cruise Line. Uh, I think I mentioned uh, fireworks cruises, I think is a nice upgrade. If you have a group of people, that's not much more. Uh, you get a lot of bang for your buck. But what do you have? Give us some suggestions there. Also, a couple of news stories this week. I wanted to get your take on real quick, Scott, before we open up the phone lines. One was, I don't know if you saw this story, but it was in the Wall Street Journal. It was that rumored um, kind of subscription service that Disney's toying around with, kind of similar to Amazon Prime, where you would pay a monthly subscription and it's going to be, you know, it's it's not anything that's out there yet, but it's it's rumored where it'd be something like it, like an Amazon Prime service monthly subscription, but it might bundle things like a Disney Plus, some kind of a membership where you're getting discounted hotels, possibly discounted theme park tickets, uh, merchandise, exclusivity, stuff like that. What did you think? Because at first when I heard the news, I thought it was just going to be a rewards program which is what I thought Disney should have for the last 20 years. Like you've dropped a bajillion dollars with Disney over the last couple of decades. I've dropped a bajillion dollars with Disney over the last couple of decades. It'd be nice to have more rewards than just what I get with Disney visa. Right. I mean, I'm getting a little with Disney visa with my purchases every day, but if I could have had 1% of what I pay for all my vacations over the past decade, two decades, I would feel really good because I would have made a lot of, I would have accrued a lot of points, rewards, what have you, hotel nights, theme park tickets, but this is something different. So what did you think when you heard the, you know, the, the details of this story? So I had the same exact uh, train of thought as you did, Mike. My thought was like, Oh, sweet. It's, it's probably going to be like hotel points, you know, or like based on stays. So like, like how Marriott and any other big hotel chain has like sweet. We're going to get all these rewards. This is going to be an extra benefit that want to stay on site. You know, maybe we'll get like a free upgrade every now and then or whatever it may be. So I was super psyched about it. And then I, then I saw it was like, oh, like it's bundling all of these other things. It was like the complete opposite. And maybe like the headline like misled me the wrong way or it's just like wishful thinking, right? Um, I mean, it's fine. I'm glad they're trying to do something, but it's nothing that is like getting me super excited, Mike, as it would be if it was what I originally thought, which was a rewards program for staying on site in hotels. All right, well, let's get, we got our first call coming in. So let's uh, grab this one here and then we'll have more discussion on that. So we have somebody calling in from the 570 area code. Hey, who's joining us? Hi, Mike and Scott. This is Sarah from Indianapolis. Hey, Sarah from Indy. What's going on? Hopefully you guys having the rainy weather too. It's uh, been kind of miserable here in St. Louis today. Yeah, today's been a little bit miserable. Yeah, yeah. we can't all be in Florida. So what's going on? What do you, what do you have uh, for us tonight? Yeah, so I have an upgrade that I'm trying to see if you guys think is worth it. I wanted to get your opinion on it. 
Go for it. Um, we are going to Disney World leaving on Thursday with a trip that you helped us book. So thank you again, Mike. We oh, appreciate thank that. Thanks. Um, and we are going to the Halloween party on a Friday. Um, I'm going with my husband. My mom and my sister are coming down separately. They're coming down for the Halloween party. And then I'll have my four-year-old son and my one-year-old son. Now, we know the one-year-old, we don't have to pay for him for the party. We know he's probably going to fall asleep in the stroller, and that's fine. But my four-year-old is super excited for the fireworks and for the special parade and everything. So we're trying to make that as much as we can do for him. So I saw that you can book the dessert party for fireworks viewing for the Halloween party. And my thought was that I was potentially going to do it because to have the guaranteed space to watch the fireworks. I was wondering if you think we could potentially see the parade from there. But my other thought of why I want to do it is because, or why I'm thinking of doing it is because my son, my four-year-old probably will stay up if he's entertained and doing things. But if we're just sitting there waiting for the fireworks to start for an hour or waiting for the party to start for an hour, I'm afraid that he's going to fall asleep and miss all of these things. Ooh, that's so a good my call. idea was to book the dessert party, be out, like get our wristband, be out doing other things in the during the Halloween party itself, and then coming back over, eat, definitely for the fireworks, and then plus or minus for the parade, if you think we can see the parade from that viewing area too. So let me ask Scott on this one, because Scott was just recently at the second Halloween party this year, so he was there and, and knows more of the mechanics of what's going on this year than I do. So Scott, thoughts? Yeah. So I'm first off, I'm always down for a splurge for fireworks parties because like <laughs> those are so good. This one is kind of tricky though, because you've already spent money on a hard ticket event. But that I feel like my mind thought is like, hey, you've already spent that, you know, that's money already spent. Let's focus on how you can upgrade that experience. So I will say, like, I like the idea, I like where you're thinking, but I was um <laughs> So same as you, like the fireworks and the parade are always like number one and two for me at these parties. And we kind of rolled super late for the fireworks. Like we just kind of like got lost, like in Frontierland doing an attraction. And they're like, oh, shoot, the fireworks are starting in like 30 minutes. We got to get over there, you know. So we walk over from Frontierland all the way over. And we actually got a spot like right in front of the partner's statue. And this was a sold, sold out night. So we were able to see the fireworks pretty easily and didn't have to wait very long and had a good spot. But um, to your point, though, like the for the parade, we definitely like went over and like we sat down for 30 to 45 minutes, held a spot, you know, and it can get kind of boring. Right. For especially for like a four year old trying to like, you know, stay, keep that energy going, waiting for the parade. So I kind of like where you're heading with the with the extra experience. I think it'll be totally worth it. These are the things that you want to see the most. Do you think we would be able to see the parade from the Garden Hub viewing area or do we have to find somewhere else to watch that? I believe that you should be able to see that. I'm trying to, so if it's the same spot where you would watch fireworks, that parade is going to come right around that area on Main Street USA. So I'd say you're right in a good spot to just stick around. Mike, what are your thoughts so, on that though? But for the fireworks, is it not the guard? So if you're facing the, the castle, okay, say you're standing on Main Street, mm -hmm. you're facing the castle. Is that garden hub area not to the right of Main Street? It's it, it's to the right of the castle. So you're standing on the right side. Right. Yeah. And the, the the parade though comes from the left it comes from like liberty square Frontierland, right i don't think you would be up too close to the parade i think you'd be pretty distant you would see it but i think okay. it'd be best seen from that here's the thing about that parade i mean i i think I, I think scott's exactly right i don't think you have to worry so much about the time invested for the fireworks viewing i think it's more for the parade because the parade is more you know you, you 
you get more bang for your buck getting a good spot where if you can get right up there, some curb space to be able to see those floats without anybody in front of you, to be able to see the grave, grave diggers and so forth with the sparks from the shovels, uh, the headless horseman, if he runs, that's amazing. And, you know, I think that if you can come up with some kind of like games to, you know, to pack just to distract your child or some kind of candy to you, know, hopefully you can trick or treat before them and maybe just keep, I know this is bad parenting, but I've done bad Disney parenting many times. Oh no, we do that. Okay. We do bad Disney parenting. I mean, the worst time. thing we yeah. did was when Paige, who's now, you know, an adult, when she was younger and we'd stay for those extra magic hours that went to like three in the morning in the summer, back when they used to do them crazy, insane hours, we'd go to main street. And they had those, I don't even think they make them anymore, but those things, those like clear tubes you would fill up with the different colors of sugar. Like they were just like big sugar sticks that were like 18 inches long. Oh, yeah, yeah, We'd yeah. get her one of those at like 9 o'clock at night, and then we just keep, just like let her eat the sucker all night. And she would go until 3 in the morning. I mean, terrible parenting, but it kept us going. We had a good time. She crashed like nobody's business. But, I mean, you know, you're trick-or-treating, and I think the parade, though, is your better time. It, the, the dessert party is going to be fun, but I, I don't think you're going to get great optimal viewing from that space over in the garden. It's great for the fireworks, but I don't know that it's great for the parade. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Not, not that I like to give out all our secrets, Mike, but like this is a podcast. <laughs> these are our friends. So like that's I feel right. safe sharing our secrets on the show. So my, my favorite viewing area for the parade is like in frontier land, like, like the, that transition between frontier land to, um, why am I forgetting like Liberty, Liberty Square? Liberty Square. Yep. So I like to sit on the side of like Liberty Inn and like Country Bear. Like I, I like sitting on that. I side. like right in front of the shooting gallery. There's a spot yeah. there that's a little bit deeper and it gives you a little bit more room to maneuver. Yeah. Yep. But but I'll okay. tell you this though, Sarah. So that's where we stayed for the second parade. So we watched the fireworks. We headed over there. We waited a while, but there was like full on entertainment. So all the Country Bears were out like dancing and like taking photos. They did like this little like you know like like line dancing, like everyone could like come out and like hang out with the bears and like do all these activities. So like that would keep your son entertained. I feel like just watching all the characters going around as long as they're not afraid of the, the country bears. But um, then there's like the cadaver dance come by and like sing to you. So there's all this like on like the street entertainment while you're waiting for the parade to start. So I think that would like keep your son pretty engaged as well. That's a good idea too. Okay, great. Yeah, our other option was going over to Frontierland just to try to hopefully hope that the crowds were a little bit lower over it's, there. For the parade, to, be, so. to be honest, to me, I feel like there's more atmosphere for the Halloween party in Frontierland. It feels more yeah, like the fall. theming is better. It feels it feels like a fall festival more back in Frontierland for the yeah. parade, especially when the cadaver dans are coming around and stuff yeah. like that. It it just feels a little spookier back there to me. A headless horseman in Frontierland makes yeah. more sense than on Main Street. Yeah, to, to me. me. Yeah, to me too. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And then, well, like, you're kind of near the Haunted Mansion, too, it. you know? So, like, that whole yeah. area just, just... I'm sorry, Sarah, what were you saying? Oh, no, no, that's okay. I was just going to say I appreciate your input. Well, hey, when, so when are you guys going down? We leave Thursday. Ah, you're so close. And, yes. then the, and you said the, yeah. the the next day is the, the Halloween party, right? That Friday? Yeah, we're doing the Halloween party on Friday. Yeah. Okay. So you're still not too close to Halloween, so I think you should be okay with the fireworks. I mean, if you're going like you know after like October 20th or something, you may have some trouble. But I think yeah. you're still you're still in the green area. I would say you're you're going to be in good shape. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that the party was sold out, and so that's what was making me a little bit more nervous about it. But I'm starting to think that maybe they're just not selling as many tickets this year for it too. <laughs> Okay, I hope. That would be nice if they held back, but I think Disney sells, you know, as many as they can sell. I 
unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, Scott, his ticket, his party was sold out, and he Ours was sold out. It wasn't and bad, we, which makes so we me weren't like good. right in the front. So, but we still. I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's a cool like host of the fireworks this year, and we could see that just fine from where we were, and we didn't have to wait super long. So, it, it's a tough splurge, you know, the, to swing it back to where you started. You know, you got the splurge. Do you do the fireworks show? You're already in for the tickets. Um, it's a it's it's a tough call. I see, I see pros on both sides, and I I don't think you can go wrong with either way. But for the parade viewing, as Mike said, I think switching your parade spot after the fireworks would be good at, and going to Frontierland is like where we all like to go. Yeah, I would. It, okay. it, if it was me, I would not upgrade. This is me. This is yeah. me because I could probably find some way with that many people to spend that money in, in a different way throughout the vacation because you can probably get a good fireworks spot and you really need to be kind of on the curb for the parade. And you're going to yeah. have all kinds of candy that night. I mean, just tons of good candy. And treats everywhere if you want to buy them. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Great. Well, thank you guys very much. And Mike, thanks again for helping us book the trip. We're really looking forward hey, to it. Thanks for supporting us. That's what keeps us uh, being able to do the show. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope you have the best time ever. So let give us a call when you get back and let us know how it goes. Sarah, can I ask you a question now? Like, I know Mike put the trip, but oh, sure. I'm just curious. Like, where are you staying at? I love the resorts are my favorite part. <laughs> so I'm just curious what resort you're staying at. Oh, yeah. We're doing a split stay. So we're staying the first half um, at the Contemporary, and then we're moving over to the Boardwalk. Love it. That's a great trip. So are you going to – is your plan then to just walk over to the to the party? Like what time are you trying to get there? Yeah, that's our plan. Planning – I think we're going over around 4. We don't have park tickets for that day. So we're going to go in around 4. We have a dinner reservation at 420 for Skipper's Canteen. And then hoping to just do all the party stuff for the rest of the night. That is a perfect plan, right? There. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and, and are there costumes? Or do you have costumes ready? We do. We're going to be Toy Story characters. Nice. Oh, I love it. We, our group was originally going to do that. And then we switched to be our guest lizards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of late. But I love the Toy Story idea. But yeah, hope to see some photos and give us a call back about it. This sounds like a, it's going to be a great, uh, great vacation for the family. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All righty. You have a good time. We'll talk to you soon. You too. All right. Thank bye -bye. you. Bye-bye. All right. We got all kinds of calls coming in. That was Sarah in Indianapolis. Let's get to the next call here. And all right. We have our next call. Hey, who's joining us? It's Malcolm from the UK. Hey, Malcolm. Thanks for calling in again. I know you're trying there a couple of times and we were talking to Sarah, yeah. but uh, hey, welcome no, home. That's fine. I know we, you had we a... came back on Tuesday. Yes, after our tw twenty-seven days out in the out in the states, we had a great time. Thank you. I, I got to blame you because you made me have uh, orange chicken at uh, Panda Express oh. twice while you were in the states. Like every time you posted, I had to go right because we have one right down the road. I had to go get my uh, orange uh, chicken. It was amazing. <laughs> orange orange chicken and the sesame the the, the sesame one. Oh, it's amazing. I, well, you, here's the thing. I I like the honey sesame chicken more than the orange chicken. Both times I went, they were out. I just had to get double orange chicken. Do they? I was like, okay, my buddy from from the UK is getting honey sesame chicken, and I can't get oh. it. And I'm down the street. Come on now. No, I didn't tell him that, it, but that's it, what I was thinking. It, <laughs> it, it's our normal thing when we leave MCO we always have a meal even though we fly Virgin Atlantic the food's not that bad but we always have a Panda Express before we leave um, Katie my youngest as you, as you know you met she doesn't like flying so she basically likes to just sit on the uh, sit on the plane go asleep oh she's had something to eat but uh, no we had a great time out the fancy was absolutely brilliant 
Um, Totolo and St. Thomas was oof, out of this world. So hot. Absolutely fantastic. I've never done Eastern. I got to go on the Eastern Caribbean side sometime. I've done Western uh, four times now. I don't know. It's just how the schedule works. But, yeah, I got to get to the Eastern. For sure. No, we definitely do it again, without a doubt. We, we, as you know, we booked for the Wish With You for next year anyway. But, uh, but uh, yeah, we've also done a placeholder as well. So we're hooked now with Disney Cruise Line. We wouldn't go anywhere else now. So. So I, what, love, I love that ship. The fantasy oh, is a gorgeous ship. I was, yes. I mean, Malcolm, you, I mean, you were down there for, I can't even, I don't even know. Like, did, I know this is not Disney related, but did you end up going to Vegas? I think that was part of your plan. Did that end up happening at all? Well, what happened? My wife is a mad Donny Osmond fan. And I actually found out the day we left, he went on holiday. <laughs> so you went on vacation. So we couldn't have gone. And the day he was going back in Vegas, was the day we was back in the UK, so it was never going to work. But uh, oh. no, I help, thank you for your help, guys. Because I know you looked at some flights for me, but it'll happen one day. But she's a mad Donny Osmond. We have a thing in the UK called pantomime, which is like a musical theatre comedy thing. And she saw him at, uh, at in London last December. And uh, but oh, she's been a mad Donny Osmond fan for years. But it never worked. I had to tell her what I was trying to plan, but uh, it was never going to work because he was going to be on vacation. But. At least you still get the credit for trying, though. Yeah, so totally. I think this this works out pretty well. <laughs> no, it was it was worth a try. Oh, she she would have gone mad if I found out she she could actually go to that. But the flights were going to be quite expensive as well. To be yeah. honest with you, it was ridiculous some of the flights. But no, we had an absolutely fantastic time. You know, we spent two nights. Um, we rented some DVC points from uh, Davies DVC, and we did we stayed at Bay Lake Tower for the first two nights. Um, probably wouldn't stay there again. Um, we had a bit of a bad experience there with smoking on the balcony, which we had to report. And this guy would stop smoking, which is a bit of a shame. And they wouldn't do nothing about it. The, 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 I think security were too scared to upset the person who was, was a DVC owner. And then we stayed 14 nights at Windsor Hills on the 192, which is an amazing house, four-bedroom house. It was so cheap. Um, and then we obviously went on the cruise. In hindsight now, we wish we'd gone down the night before and stayed like we'd done before at Port Canaveral. Um, so we did seven nights on the ship, two days at sea at the beginning was brilliant. Loved it. We had great servers, great assistant servers, lovely stateroom hosts were looked after us really well. Um, but uh, it was excellent. You know, we, we couldn't, fault, couldn't fault the food at all. Probably had too much, probably drank too much. And then when we <laughs> came back, we had the last two nights um, at Old Key West. Definitely would stay there again. That is the place to go after a cruise, though, because it's so chill over at Oki West. It kind of, you know, it's almost like being on a cruise back on land. Cruise part two, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because we only had a one-bedroom studio, which obviously has got two massive beds in there, lovely big bathroom, and it was so nice. But unfortunately, we had one case get damaged going onto the cruise, so we ended up buying four brand-new cases. So when we came back, we went out with four and came back with seven because my daughters spent a bit too much money out there. Well, Dad did, of course. But um, no, we, it's, I'd definitely go there again. We're, we're just trying to sort our flights out for our trip next year because obviously we've got the cruise on the wish next year. But we need to sort out our flights by the end of this month um, to get it done. But uh, I just thought I'd ring out to you guys saying, you know, nice to speak to you. And I meant to try to ring you guys while I was out there, but uh, I've just run out of time some, some evenings to do things. We, it was quite tiring days, to be honest with you, but we loved it out there. It's absolutely brilliant. We went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. So I'm going to ask you this real quick. I mean, time goes quick when you're on vacation, so we totally get it. It's like time goes 10 times faster when you're. Oh, I know. Cause like Malcolm and I, we had overlapping days and like, I know we messaged each other a couple of times and like, 
Ah, I wish we could have got it to work, but they'll, they'll, they'll next time, next summer, right? We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Uh, yeah, we're, we're out there for we're out there for a month next August, um, which we're just trying to sort the flights out now as we talk, but uh, we can't do them to the end of the month. But no, we will get together. It's it's just try, trying to make. Well, it's funny we ended up meeting one of our neighbours where we live here um, <laughs> for for dinner one night because they flown at the same time we was out there, so it was a bit spooky to do that. But uh, like I said, we went and saw Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. That was a good evening. Unfortunately, it rained for the first hour and a half, which was a shame. But uh, no, the, the actual event was fantastic. Loads of candy, as you call it, um, and, and great fun. So, wait, wait, what do you call candy? Uh, sweets sweets okay all right it works so you know you, you mentioned yeah. like meeting somebody from like back home like all you know you come all this way then you meet somebody from back home speaking of being on no, a cruise what, i yeah one of one my, my students was on a cruise with me his, one time oh, go ahead yeah, go one ahead. of my neighbors was selling his house but uh when we went on the cruise we went on we, we checked our car into alamo because we didn't want the car for seven days right, it's so right. expensive car rental and then uh, we were sitting on the cruise ship and um, on the on the bus to go back to the cruise ship and I heard the guy say to me, where are you from? And he was actually from the next town from us, literally about five miles away. And he was like shocked that we actually lived just around the corner. So, and it was spooky. And we started talking about friends. We knew each other's friends. So it's, it's a small incredible. world, as they yeah. call it. It's a small world after all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, hopefully, guys, we're, we're, obviously, my daughter's at school and university. So we, it's a bit tough times at the moment trying to uh, come out when your school holidays are out there. But right. uh, no, obviously, we're... Uh, we may sneak a trip in Christmas. I keep saying to the girls, we may sneak a trip over in Christmas time. Um, so, but, but obviously we're planning for August next year. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to go out for another four weeks next time because the flights are so expensive in the UK. You just need to make sure you take advantage of the time you're out there, really. So, yeah, I need to do it like that. I, I wish I could go for four weeks. That'd be sweet because I used to go for almost two weeks, and that was unbelievable. But four weeks. Yeah, it's, it's obviously one advantage I work for myself, so which is really handy. Right. I, I can still do do a little bit of work. I try not to do too much when I'm away, but I can still do work if I want to. So, but, um, yeah. So, look, guys, I just wanted to give a quick call. Won't obviously taking up too much time, but I just want to say hi and thanks to Mike for sorting out our fancy cruise. And obviously, you know, we're doing the wish one as well next year. So, I appreciate Mal- it. Go Malcolm, I'm going to ask you a question. This the last time you called in, you were talking about your new uh, Main Street Motors. I think is what that was called. Like. Things are still going well there with the leasing yeah. company? So it's called MainStreetLeasing.co.uk. Leasing. Oh, that's um, what it is. Can't advertise. It's no point for you guys. But it's, stock is really bad still. You know, we're talking 12 to 14 months for most deliveries at the moment. But, no, we're doing okay. You know, it's things are ticking over. We're quite happy with things, and it will get better. But it's just the world we're living in with microchip problems at the moment, all, around the, all around the world. And that's the problem is at the moment, renting a car in the U.S. Like, we had a Chrysler Pacifica out there. It cost me a lot more, probably about $800 more this time than I did the previous time because they've got wow. no stock out there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Main yeah. Street Leasing. I just love how that, that ties awesome. into like Disney. I <laughs> so I just, People probably I'll don't remember it next time. You're yeah, right. You're right. Like <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you know, look, you know. Look, guys, I won't take all your time. Have a good evening and lovely to speak to you again. Hey, Malcolm, you take Thanks. care and tell the family we said hello. Thank you, sir. All the best. Take care. All, right. Thanks All the best to you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Oh, bye, Malcolm. <laughs> I love Malcolm. Main no, Street he's... Leasing, man. I love that. And, and, and he took the time to call in the middle of the night. I mean, over in the UK. And That's it, pretty awesome. He's, he's awesome. So, yeah, you got to meet Malcolm. He's awesome. All right. Now the call. We got the calls rolling in tonight. I love this. We should do it on holiday weekends all the time. Next caller. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. It's Brandon up in New Hampshire. How are you? Hey, Brandon. Good to talk to you tonight. Say hey to Scott. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago I talked to you about uh, what created uh, my Disney uh, 
fandom, so to speak, and I was telling you about my wife and I coming down there for the first time, bringing her to Disney World, and Mike was, uh, Scott, sorry, Scotty was on vacation. He was out at Coronado Springs, my favorite resort. Right. So he was supposed to oh, be I listened to this. Are you the guy that likes Toledo, I believe, right? I listened to the old podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> awesome, Scotty. I, I, how did you like Toledo? Um, I was I was hoping you would call because I was I was when I got back from Coronado I was mowing the yard one day I was like oh listen listen to the live show that I missed listen to your call you were talking about Toledo I'm like oh yeah I actually did eat there and I I enjoyed it um, I tell you it was like really loud the night we were in there I don't know what was going on it's because you were there with Wade <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah and and it was funny there was like these conventioners sitting next to us and they were talking about the Big Ten and college football so we were like trying to listen to their conversation <laughs> a little bit too but but yeah um Brandon we really we really enjoyed it um you know we got a lot of appetizers I had a, had a glass of wine like the the views were remarkable like the, just the whole decor in there was really great it's an underrated restaurant for sure that I think more people need to start thinking about because I don't think anyone ever thinks about Toledo what are your thoughts Oh, I absolutely loved it. I mean, granted, it's a tapas bar, so we did the same thing. We ordered like yeah. six different appetizers, got a few drinks, but we were right in front of the open kitchen, which I thought was fantastic. Oh, that's we awesome. could watch everybody preparing our food and everything like that. We literally had a two-top right in front of where they're preparing the food. To me, that's an experience in and of itself. But also, Mike was telling me that you're a fine dining guy. Now, when I come down from New Hampshire, that's one of the biggest things that we do is we do Morimoto Asia, we did Haleo this past, this past uh, May, stuff like that. What are your go-to fine dining yeah. restaurants that you want, that you hit, or what would you, what would you recommend? Because we're coming back again in December. Yeah, for sure. So this one is <clears throat> a new favorite of mine. I mean, it's been around for years, and we've, you know, we've dabbled at it some, but now it's like in our consistent rotation, and that's uh, Citrico's over at the Grand Floridian. Now, I'll tell you, like, I don't know if you've ever been to Citrico's or Narcoozie's before, but Narcoozie's at Grand Floridian was our consistent, like, favorite out there. You know, we got to go here all the time. You get the firework viewing on the water. Um, but then, you know, we started, like, going to Citrico's more. Now, Narcoozie's going under re a refurbishment. And I tell you, like, I don't know if you like beef or fillets or not, but their fillets is one of the best I've had on Disney property. So, highly recommend Citrico's. It's just a gorgeous restaurant. Absolutely. Now, it, it, are you guys adventurous eaters? Because that's what we are. We, we're willing to try and think. We go to Nomad Lounge. We get the grilled octopus. We yeah. go to uh, any restaurant. We get something that's something out of our comfort zone. Is that what you guys do too? Um, I, occasionally. So, like, I have my favorites. That's the, that's a problem I fall into, Brandon. So, like, you know, at Citrico's, like, I love their filet. So, I, I tend to not order anything but that. But I'm with you though. I mean, I don't go too crazy like with the octopus, but I, I definitely have a wide range of really, you know, I'll go with the fish or I'll get some kind of fancy sushi or something. Um, you might, it sounds like you might have a little more, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, you know, off the beaten path that I do, but uh, I'm always willing to try something though. So like I would, I would definitely go to, you know, Tiffin's and get the octopus for sure. Uh, it was just not something I normally would try. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's our biggest thing is when we go down from New Hampshire, we come twice a year. It's, it's, yeah. We want to try a new restaurant that's a sit-down restaurant that's not, you know, quote-unquote Disney food. We yep. prefer to try something new. I mean, we love Boathouse. Morimoto's is our go-to every single time we come down. Those sticky rigs are unbelievable. Oh, those yeah. are so good. I, can, Do I, would, you, um, I would pay 20 bucks for some of those. Have right you ever now. been to Gico at Animal Kingdom Lodge? 
I have not been there. That sounds like a good recommendation. It is. Oh, it's so good. It's and good. it sounds like you like some cocktails too, because uh, you said something about drinking like at Toledo. So if you're into like wines, like the, like the South African wines, the selection at Gico is like unbelievable. But just they're for signature dining, they have like your basics, but they have some nice, um, you know, like off brand, not off brand, but you know what I mean? Some experimenting items there too at Gico. I think you would really like that. And the atmosphere is really great. Excellent. Yeah, we'll have to try that in December then. I just wanted to give you a call because it's been a couple of weeks since I did since you've been on the show when I was talking to Mike about yeah. that. But yeah, I'm glad you listened to the uh the the hook story about our Disney uh experience. Yes, that was good. I, I was uh I had a smile, you know, from side to side while I was mowing the grass listening to that story. That was really great. So well, so you December's the next Mike time, so I'll just miss Disney you. I'll be there for things. That in an ad, I will definitely quote you guys on it. So, Brandon, let me ask you this, though, before you go, because uh, I just want to get your thoughts on this. So we talked on Friday about upgrades and you're kind of a, you know, you're in a, somebody likes to go around and have these experiences at the dining locations. Is there an upgrade that maybe we didn't mention on Friday or that you can think of that maybe people need to consider when it comes to dining or hotel or even theme park experiences? Is there something where you upgrade an experience that it's a no brainer for you when you travel to Walt Disney World? I'll tell you, Michael, the one thing that you disappointed me on was is that I always book a preferred room. That's okay. the first thing I do because you're closer to the lobby, you're closer to the restaurants, you're closer to the buses. If you're on Disney property, like like I said, we come from New Hampshire. We don't have a rental car or anything like that. Preferred rooms at the cost of like $25 a night. We stay in the casitas typically when we go to Coronado Springs. That's right at the front of the resort. I right. mean, we love that atmosphere. We love oh, that yeah. pool, too. Even at Pop Century, we were in the 50s building, which is right at the front of the park. Like, if we wanted to order DoorDash or something, you literally have a two-minute walk right to the front of the uh, check-in part of the park, something like that. We get grocery delivery every year. We always order gro garden grocery. It's right there. You're literally two minutes away from that, too. But also, this year in December, we're doing the seeds, uh, what do they call it, the seeds tour over at Living with the Land. Oh, the, uh, behind, the, behind the, the seeds. Ooh, yeah, I love that seeds. tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, For the, 35 bucks. Yeah, the cheaper one, yeah. <laughs> hey, you get fed during it, too. Spoiler alert, but you do get fed. I don't think you get oh, full. Oh, I didn't do you? know that part of it. You don't get. You don't get. I've got to. I've got to tease you. You get a. You get a. You get a sample of food <laughs> while you're in there. I was gonna say what? It's oh, an so awesome. I don't have tour, to though. jump off it. the boat and steal a cucumber. Yeah, please. We do not want to see you on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, you know, I. That's the thing. Is like that's why when I brought that up on the show. That one could go either way. I really think so. Because, you know, there's times when I'm there solo on like a race weekend. I mean, if I'm going to be standard or preferred at Pop Century, because I'll be at Pop Century for like wine and dining for a marathon weekend. When there's a day where I'm walking 35,000 steps because I'm running, a, you know, a half marathon or I'm running a marathon. What's another thousand steps that day? Like, who cares? But you're right. I mean, when you're on vacation and you're trying to make the most out of. You know, you can save five minutes here, five minutes there. You're saving 20 minutes, 30 minutes in a day and, you know, possibly a mile of walking for $25 that night. Yeah, that's that's a good upgrade. And you're plus you're getting the area you like better. Totally. Well, that, and like I said, if we're ordering outside of the park, because, yeah, we always I mean, I'm not a snob, a food snob. I'm not 
opposed to the cafeteria style dining that you get at any of these resorts. It's not a big deal to us. But if we want Chinese or we want something like that, I don't want to have to walk across the entire park just to get to the front to meet the guy at the front door. Or if you order something from something as stupid as CVS or Walmart or something like that with Instacart, if you're not there and they don't meet you on time, they just leave. Yep. Well, if you order Panda Express, you know, they're going to they're gonna take off the orange chicken. <laughs> Malcolm be out of luck. Be ready. Well, we don't have good Chinese food in New Hampshire, so I'm going to tell you right now that if I'm going to eat Chinese food, it's going to be an Epcot. There you go. Well, I mean, I heard theirs isn't that great either. I don't. I wouldn't know good Actually, Chinese. It's not I, bad, is it? So, I don't know. I mean, I I like Chinese, but I mean, I think the stuff we have in St. Louis is good. Yeah. But I mean, I I wouldn't know. Like, it tastes good to me, but I mean, I also think Texas Roadhouse is a good steakhouse. So who knows? I'm not a good judge of. Character yeah, you said that. something in that. Like, <laughs> I, I need to talk to you uh, on an episode I wasn't on, saying now a Texas Roadhouse steak equals a California Grill steak. Yeah, I don't but know. I, never, I don't but know. I've never been to California <laughs> Grill before. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, but Nine Dragons isn't that bad. I mean, so we went there a couple times because they had like a DVC, like 30% off, like lunch thing uh, a few years ago. And like, we love like Incredibles, the place we love here in town. Everyone's got their own like Chinese place, like local place. So Incredibles where we go here in Lansing. And so we love that, but we went to Nine Dragons and like, we're like, yeah, it's not incredible, but you know what? It got the job done and it was still really good. So, yeah. Well, like I said, when we go down there, we always do dinner, uh, signature dining for the nighttime. We actually like some of the basic places over at Disney Springs, too. I love the daily poutine. We did Earl of Sandwich this past May for the first time. Great sandwiches. I I can't deny that. So to us, during the day, it's snacking. It's the uh, cheeseburger rolls at Magic Kingdom. It's, you know, something light in every park as we're going around. But for us, it's diehard. Go through the park in the morning. We take three hours off during the middle of the day. We go back at nighttime to experience the rest of it. Then we go to a good restaurant at nighttime. So to me, it's not so much about the cuisine. It's it's the signature dining experiences. We just really like the good food at nighttime to finish the night off. It's the nightcap for the night. I agree. I try to make a table service meal every night of a trip. Just like I like to have that relaxing moment. It doesn't always have to be signature, but like it could be like a bow house or whatever. And it's just something oh, yeah, about that. Just like it's a that. great way to wrap up a night, you know. And I will That's tell awesome. you, we did the aerophile for the first time, characters in flight, whatever you want to yeah. call it. And we're walking up to that thing. And my wife was all about it. And I was literally standing there saying, I'm not paying to get on this balloon. And we went up. It was fantastic. For people that are afraid of it, I'm not a heights guy. It was it was worth doing. Yeah, that's one of the things I don't really ever want to do. That thing freaks me out. I've not been in it, and I've had the opportunity a few different times, and I'm like, heck no. Yeah, I had to take my I had to take Mike's family yeah, out so that's where they could get to go. I was like, I have to go to this media thing for two hours. You guys go do the balloon, and I'll meet you after the media thing because I am not. I don't know why, but the thing looks. I mean, when again, I was scared to get in airplanes, and I made a thousand illogical you know, reasons as to not get on the airplane. Now I love flying. Like I love flying. It's one of my favorite things to do, but that thing looks like it wobbles a whole lot when you're watching it from the ground, if there's any kind of a breeze. So I, I don't know. Mike, for years, I was afraid to fly. I wouldn't do it. And my wife have gone, like I said, we've come from New Hampshire to Florida several times in the past few years. The airplane is terrifying. I like takeoff. I like landing. I don't like being in the air. To me, I always, I'm irrational. So to me, it's a 50-50 chance. You either stay in the air or you don't. <laughs> okay, Completely I got to drop you now. We, we got to drop Brandon or else Mike's going to I'm going to think about this too much. I don't want the 50-50 proposition right here. <laughs> 
That's funny. No, I get it. I get. It. No, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm just if the, if those cords cut loose though, you're gonna end up over with Malcolm in the UK. You know, the things gonna fly away. And you're just gonna, who knows? Right hey, that's now. not a bad way. To that's get true. To the UK. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna go one way trip. <laughs> and then we'll bring Malcolm back. It'll save exactly. him on some airfare. <laughs> right. Hey, Brad. I'm going a 12 12 hour ride home if that happens. Right. Right. It'd be a scary right. flight. Well, hey, we appreciate the call and hope you're having a great Labor Day weekend. And uh, don't be a stranger. Give us a holler uh, soon. Yep. Appreciate it, guys. All right. You take care. Good talking to you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That's a great call there. Again, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. I know some other folks were trying to get in there at the same time. Brandon's so a little more call. adventurous than me, but like, I'm always willing, like, like at Remy, you know, on the ship, I was eating all sorts of stuff I never tried. And that kind of opened up my palate a little bit more too. So. Yeah, and you can do that at Walt Disney World. Not every, I mean, every place is going to have like their basic, you know, like a fish and a steak and stuff. But sometimes, you know, you'll see something a little more adventurous on there too, which is good. I think too, a cruise is a great opportunity to try yes. stuff like Brandon was speaking to, you know, where mm-hmm. you have some stuff on the menu. You might not even know what it is because it sounds so fancy, but you're with a, with a cruise, it's kind of all inclusive. So, you could yeah. say, you know, okay, I'm, I'm really in for this filet. You know, I'm really in for this sirloin or whatever this, you know, fancy steak. But if you tell your server, you know, what what's this all about? Typically, they'll bring that out, too, and you can try that, and there's no harm, yeah. no foul. You that's, just get it for the table, too. Yeah, Everyone can get true. a taste of it. You yeah, know? that's what I do like about cruising because I've tried quite a few things on a cruise, and I would have, again, because – Again, I'm I'm very practical, and I'm not going to pay for something unless I know that I'm going to like it. And and so I many times will probably not do something that I would enjoy because I'm I'm just I'm conservative like that. I don't want to you know take that risk. And on a cruise where it's okay, I'll give it a shot because you're bringing it out. We can give it a couple bites, and then I'm like, oh man, I I would have never expected that I like this so much. And then it becomes one of my favorite things. So don't be afraid to ask on a cruise. All right, we have a question here from Jenna I was going to get to here in the chat. Uh, She says, okay, I've listened to advice on Run Disney, wrote the email about being a public school teacher, social worker, leaving on Sunday after the marathon. I'm now staying until Monday. Should I go to the parks on Sunday after the marathon? This one is a resounding yes in my book. Scott, what about you? I say yes. I agree, and I think we're going to have the same reasons why, but you want to... You know, you just made some great accomplishments. I, I don't know which race. It sounds like maybe it is the marathon that they're running, but um, doesn't matter what the distance is. You want to go into the parks and celebrate, get photos with their medals. And, you know, you can do not even photos of you. You can put like a your medal with the castle, like in the background or whatever. You know, there's so many things you could do photos wise. And that's why I liked to go into the parks. The good news is you don't even have to be creative anymore. Like I'm super not creative, but all you gotta do is watch all the like influencers and all the other, like find people that are like in their early twenties or, you know, the teens, there's not a lot of teens that run the marathons, but you'll see the people that are, you know, they, they know how to capture the, the great Instagram shot. Right. So just kind of hang around in the hub, look at everybody with their medals and be like, Oh, that's cool. And then, you know, do it for yourself. You know, that's, I mean, how many times we've seen like people hanging them on the fence, people hanging them on those. Well, it was great this last dopey. I was getting ready to hang mine on the fence and a guy came up to me and said, Hey, like my wife's got hers already hanging here. Do you want to just take a photo? I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. That, that's going to save me 15 minutes of time. <laughs> they all look the same. Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. The crazy one though was like someone went after me was like, Hey, can I get a photo of those? But I didn't do the 5k or the half. Can you, or the dopey and the, can you leave all the others? Like, 
they were like putting special requests and like, no, 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 this is just going to be yeah. for, yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of crazy to me, but yeah, it was yeah. awesome. So Eric's in our chat and Eric just completed that crazy challenge where he did, because it was Eric, right? Did I not miss this? I got it right. I'm sure I, got the I right believe person. so. Yeah. Okay. I got it right. Yes. I'm going back in the chat, going back just to make sure. Yes. Um, who just ran around all the resorts, did this challenge. So if you want to give us a call and give us some thoughts on how that happened, 407-413-9395. We have about 10 minutes left in the show. But, yeah, you got to get out there. Plus, the other practical reason to go to the parks on Sunday is, especially if you're running the marathon, the last thing you want to do is, like, because you're going to be done by, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, you just don't want to go back to the hotel and stop. As soon as you stop, you obviously want to shower and kind of, you know, slow down because you're you're tired. But if you just like go and take a nap for like two or three hours, you are just done. I mean, you're not going to get up. You're going to lock up. You, you need to just keep walking. You don't have to go fast or anything, but you need to keep your body moving. And then that night you'll just fall, you know, collapse. Yeah. But have a good meal that night. You won't be as hungry Sunday night. Now, Monday, you'll eat everything in sight. But Sunday night, have something celebratory. On yep. the schedule. Don't go for a long drive to the outlet mall and try to find a parking spot. Like that's that's the oh last thing. Oh my god! Right I can't believe we did that. No, that was the worst. I was falling asleep in that car and I was hating. I was hating everybody because that I hate malls. I hate outlet malls ten times more than real malls. And after running twenty, because that was after a dopey. That was after forty eight miles. I was hating <laughs> we couldn't get a park. It's, oh my, uh, it's lucky I didn't end up in jail that day. Okay, we have a call. I don't know if it is uh, Eric or not. Let's see. All right, from the 925, hey, who's joining us? This is Eric. Hey, Eric, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Hey, hey, hey how you guys doing? Doing great. How are things in Baltimore? Ooh, things are great. I'm recovered. Good. All better. <laughs> so share with the audience, uh, you know, kind of set everybody up and then let us know. We got about, you know, yeah. 10 minutes left how, how the adventure went. Sure. Yeah. So this was um, just out of the blue, but like coming up with some challenge that I've, you know, I've never done before. This is uh, hitting all resorts, going to every resort that on, on Disney property, like 32 of them or something like that. Um, and running at each one of them, totaling up about uh, a marathon, 26.2 miles making sure that I also visited every park with a snack and a ride um, and do it all in one day. Crazy. Um, I mean, so the resort thing is nuts, but then you throw in like going to all four parks and get a snack and an attraction is even crazy. You know, yeah. you know what was the hardest thing was trying to eat a snack during mm. that whole thing. It was like excruciating. I had like the pink donut, like my first night oh, was like the pink donut. So good. And it was like, oh my God, this is rough. <laughs> okay. So everybody, if you're, people are having a hard time understanding what you're saying, right? They're the hardest thing. You just said you ran 26 miles around all the resorts and the hardest thing you had was eating a pink donut. That, something's backwards <laughs> with this story. This story's messed up already a minute in, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, I don't know, it was like rough. I was trying to just eat like a Mickey, um, what was it? A, uh, I had a Mickey pretzel at Magic Kingdom and it was like, oh man, this is, this is rough. Um, but yeah, I had like shirts made up and everything. I had a, what the, I called, I named it after, a, you know, rabbit, you know, no, no time to say hello challenge. And that's what it was. I mean, I get up at 5 a.m., started out at the Dolphin and um, did all those resorts. And like, I, I had a whole plan and I was really worried about being able to go to each resort and being able to park there. Cause that's the last thing you want to do is you don't have an ADR 
or you don't have a reservation there, you can't park there. That's always like the rule. But you know what? Those people let me in every single time. Nice. No problem whatsoever. Common the only sense. thing that they asked me was, um, are you staying on at, at any resort on property? Um, and they let me on. I had no problem. So I ended up being able to drive to all of them, which saved a ton of time. So that was, that was key. That's good to hear those comments. The run gods were on your yeah, side. That somebody <laughs> like actually let you do something that yeah. you weren't harming anybody. You were doing something cool and it was yeah, fun. You weren't trying yeah. to be sneaky about it. Exactly. You're just trying to run on the resort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that, and that's what I was definitely, I said to him, I said, listen, I know this sounds really weird. You can look at my shirt, but uh, I'm running and I know I'm totally sweaty. I'm like dripping sweat. Right. Cause I'm in a rental car. Oh man, it's disgusting. If you guys see my reels, I'm like absolutely dripping. But anyway, yeah. like I would just go to the to the resort and I'd like look at me. You can tell I'm doing this. I'm doing a running challenge. I will literally be here like 15 minutes and I'm out of here. And they're like, go ahead, go. So it was great. Okay, it was so fantastic. Which resort would you say was the most challenging for you? E- either just because of the physical layout. I, I would imagine Animal Kingdom Lodge because I've, I've stayed at all the resorts and Animal Kingdom Lodge is the one I've had the hardest time finding a place to run. I always hit the treadmill there. But even yeah. as far as just like, like hitting the wall, maybe like it was one of your last resorts, but what do you remember? Like the resort portion that was challenging for you? Yeah. So that animal kingdom lodge, um, that was rough. That was literally me running around in the parking lot yeah. trying to get at least a mile. Um, so that one, that one was pretty, was pretty rough. Um, I think for the most part, the rest of them were actually really good. I mean, they were all, you know, I had it all mapped out ahead of time. So I kind of knew where I was, where I was going. Um, but, um, I had a little bit of trouble with the all-stars. Um, not, not because there wasn't enough, um, you know, area to run or whatever, but I ended up just sort of meandering cause there's not like a dedicated, like really cool, really big loop. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it wasn't a big deal. I ended up just, just running whatever I could. And then I ran back, um, but like, you know, all of them were really great. I think really the only one was Animal Kingdom Lodge. That was, it was like, I was, I was like running back and forth. I felt like I was beating a path in the sidewalk. Cause it was like, okay, well, let's get this mile. I'm out of here. So, yeah. So where was the finish line? So where did you hit 26-2? Okay, West. Say Okie yeah, West. No. So, <laughs> yeah. So I ended up doing, so my, uh, my home resort is, I'm a DVC. So my home resort was Grand Floridian. So I wanted to at least do uh the you know the the monorail resorts last um so i ended up doing uh my last run and it hit because it was like a downpour absolute downpour uh right when i was doing my last uh, couple of miles so i went from the ttc ran from the ttc went to the poly went to grand floridian and it was funny because like i sat there in the parking lot and it was coming down like i was saying and it was just rough and i was like all right i'll just sit here for a little bit no big deal i'll just i'll just hang out and then I, I was like looking at my watch. I was like, you know what? Why am I sitting here? What? What? I did this all day, and I'm just gonna sit here in the car, worrying about some rain. Get out there. Let's go. So I got, I got <laughs> out it. there, went from went from the TTC, ran all the way around Grand Floridian, and um, you know went through Magic Kingdom, hit um, Bay Lake, and hit Contemporary. When I hit Contemporary, I hit uh, 26.2. Um, but then what was funny was I finished it. And I was like, oh, this is, this is great. So I started walking back to Magic Kingdom. I was just going to take the monorail back to TTC, get in my car, get changed, all that kind of thing. But the lines were so long. I was like, I can't do this. I got so impatient waiting. I just, screw, I'm, I ran all the way back to the TTC. 
uh, from Magic Kingdom, added an extra, extra couple of miles. So, um, yeah. It's a, it's a, at this point, so it's, it's not like an ultra. Something like that, total. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, <laughs> let me ask yeah. you this. That, that is such an adventure, though. That, for one thing, it's an insane idea. Okay, so, but I, I love that you did it, though. I mean, you had the shirt. You were posting on social media, the yeah. updates. I saw you talking. You were on the Skyliner, man. You were sweaty. You were in the middle oh, of it, man. I could bad. see the pain, like, but you were working through it. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. Now, what, what was what was something that popped up, though, that was, it was kind of maybe just unexpected, either like on a positive way or a negative way, something that you learned that you just were not expecting maybe a good or bad on this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say the, the good thing that was kind of, it was really kind of fun was that I had my shirt on and it was just awesome that so many people stopped to talk to me about it. Like they saw my shirt and they're like, Hey, what, what is that thing you got? What is that? Is that today? I was like, yeah, I'm doing it right now. They're like, wow, really? And then I, I ended up a couple of times. It was kind of cool. I had like a little crowd around me talking about what I'm doing and all that. And I was like, Hey guys, you know, the forest go, I got yeah, exactly. I, I exactly you should I have really a big gotta beard. go. This is going to be a long day for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that was, that was really, that was really kind of cool. And just the support. Cause I remember talking to a few cast members and they were like, Oh, Hey, if you want to do this, if you want to do that, check this out. It was like, it was really, really cool. I had a whole bunch of cool pictures and everything. People super supportive about it. So um, that was, that was awesome. I don't think there really was a negative thing, to be honest. It was just a great, I mean, it was tiring, sure, but, you know, it was just a, a fun experience all around. It had to have been super hot that day. I, was I mean, you had some rain. You could have probably picked a cooler, hot. I was going to say, you could probably picked a cooler time of the year, but I'm just saying. You oh, it was bad. Hot. It was, you know, so what I ended up doing was I had a cooler. I went, I had a rental, so I went to Publix and I got a phone cooler, um, got a bunch of ice, got a bunch of Gatorades, and I just stuck it in my trunk. Because uh, I figured, you know what, this is going to be a car thing all day. I'm going to be going back to my car all the time. Just keep getting Gatorade. Well, I blew through that Gatorade like nobody's business by like, I don't know, it was like 1030 in the morning. I was gone. Oh. So I ended up getting to, um, what was it, uh, Port Orleans. I went into French Quarter and I had my whole bag. I bought a bag of uh, like a shopping bag with like eight or nine empty Gatorade bottles and went to the water fill-up station in there and just started filling them up, filling them up, filling them up. It's like, and then took them back to the car. If I didn't do that, oh man, it would have been, it would have been real bad. It was hot. It was hot. That's crazy. You ran your own support so. vehicle for your own marathon. Yeah. Yeah. I was, my, I was my own crew. You crewed it up. Man. So Tony, Aaron, you got to be one of the only people that have like have have done this. I feel probably. Like. I, the only. I mean, there's crazy people that have probably thought about this, but the way you executed it yeah. and then you threw the park challenge on right. top of it was like you're you're a legend, man. You really you are, are for real. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was really great because I had it up having like my my daughter with you know I was like all right, what ride should I ride? You know, each one of these things, and she was like, oh, you got to go. Cali River Rapids when you get to Animal Animal Kingdom. It's like, that's perfect. That exactly, because it's going to be a hot day, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I had it all planned out. It was great. We had a, had a great time with it. So, loved so, it. So, where can people, because uh, we're getting ready to wrap here, because we're at the top of the hour, but where can people check it out on Instagram? Because I know you posted a lot of footage, so people can go back and kind of really yeah. adventure. Yeah, if you guys want to follow me, um, at Run the Diz, R-U-N the Diz, D-I-S. Um, and then the challenge name itself is um, uh, what is it? Hashtag rabbits WDW challenge. Um, but yeah, if you can just find me on Instagram, run the Diz, you'll see it. Check out my reel. The whole thing is laid out there. It's fun. 
All right, Eric, hey, congratulations. You're crazy, but uh, we love you for that. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. I take care, it. buddy. You have a great night. All right. Congratulations. All right. All right. Isn't that nuts, Scott? I mean, dude, it, was, it makes it makes us when we run a marathon on Sunday, like, dude, you just ran on the road. Like, It makes deal. me want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> what it does. Next year, man, you're going to have like, Eric's going to be leading this whole group. It's going to be like a Give Kids a World it, charity event tied it to is. it. Dude, it is so a Forrest Gump thing, though. Because when he said people were gathering around him, yeah. Yeah, I get to see it. Like, I was, like he starts off at the Dolphin with, like, yeah. he's, he's alone. <laughs> By the time he gets to the, over to the Monorail Resorts, there's 75 yeah. people behind him, and his sneakers are worn out, and he's got a yeah. beard. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, I love the visual. Take, it takes all of us, man. I'm telling you what, man, the Disney community, it takes all kinds. That's exactly <laughs> that's an example of it right there. Anyway, we got a wrap, but we're going to do this again next Sunday night. Unfortunately, Scott's not going to be with us. He is traveling for business down to Nashville. Got to get a cowboy hat, buddy. Got to okay. come back with some boots or something. I mean, a Predator's jersey or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I will try. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard they got good food down there. I and I'm going to well. Chicago later that week too. It's like a crazy week of like business travel. So I go to Nashville, then I come back to Lansing for a day. Then I go to Chicago. Then I come back to Lansing the next day. I'm going to be exhausted. Say, not quite like Eric exhausted. No, but. dude, that's nothing. Yeah, I've say, yeah. uh, hey, to Paige up there in uh, Chi-Town. So I know, yeah, I should. Know, good. Let you know. Okay, we're gonna, but I'll be back here next uh, Sunday, so I'll need you to call me so we can talk Disney about all the stuff going on next week. So D23 will be happening, so oh, dude, will, break, have some news. Yeah, breaking news next week. That's right. So... Don't forget, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. You can check out all the free services they offer you over at themagicforless.com today. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You allow us to put out the show not once a week, not twice a week, not three times a week. We do four shows a week. And our patrons get a fifth show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media. He's at Epscott E P S C O T on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at be our guest Mike. And I'd love to talk to you this week on Instagram and Twitter as well. And don't forget again, next Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central YouTube, Facebook, whichever you choose, join me and let's talk Disney live. And of course we'll have the shows this week. As always, with uh, Pam and Ricky, we're going to have some fun talking Disney this week. All right, we're going to get out of here and wish you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday if you're listening here on the feed. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.